I wanted to take a moment today to talk to you about fostering a dynamic impact. It's the name of the company and it's also part of one of the missions of the organization. Today I wanted to talk to you about the WISH experience and as a WISH grantor I wanted to talk to you more specifically about an aspect of being a volunteer for an organization that is unlike no other. Uh, to give you some background about uh, who the Make-A-Wish Foundation is, um, I am a WISH grantor for the South Florida chapter. My wife and I, we foster a dynamic impact through granting wishes for the foundation. And the fascinating thing about that, as, that is just that we are uh, kind of middlemen for some real magic. So the foundation just recently granted its 12,000th wish. So what happens when you get a wish is uh, the first part of it is wish kids referred. Now the mission of the organization is to grant wishes to kids with critic who are critically ill or facing some kind of critical illness. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to pass away. Um, it just means that they are in the fight of their lives. My son Justin is a liver transplant recipient. He received his transplant at six months old and is doing awesome right now. He's a walking miracle. The point is, is that he got a wish when he was nine, even though his prognosis was good and is as high as the rest of us. But in some of these instances, they don't work out so great, obviously. But the foundation is able to, because of its volunteer core, put people in a place where they're able to find this sort of, um, this oasis in the midst of doctor's appointments and um, traffic and as a parent, just the utter chaos and anxiety that's circling around you for as long as you're dealing with that particular illness. Some of those fights go on forever. I have a Wish family, actually, that's not the reason I'm talking today. I've done a couple of videos on them. Um, this woman has a nonverbal nine-year-old boy who has seizures. Uh, there's no prognosis there for a cure, right? Like, this is her life with her son. And he's going to grow and get bigger, but he's not necessarily going to develop. And he's still going to have seizures, and he's still going to be critically ill. The wish grantor comes in and sets up that oasis. And what created what inspired me today to want to come talk to you specifically was a phone call I made. So back to the process, right? So a wish kid through critically, uh, through being critically ill is referred to the foundation. During that referral process, and you can be referred, be referred by a friend, by a family member, uh, you can be referred to by a medical professional, your doctor, one of the nurses. There's a web at the website, make a wish, Foundation South Florida. Just Google it. You can find the website there. And there's a place on there, a hyperlink, that allows you to refer someone. That referral process goes to the organization. It gets vetted. Some critical, some illnesses um, are not eligible for a wish. Whatever the decision-making process is there, it's not for me to question or embrace or not. It's just part of the dynamic. They get approved. And that approval process lands the wish kid, <clears throat> excuse me, in 
a place called the Sign Up Genius, where wish granters get to sign up and choose for the wish kid that they would like to become wish granters for. It's a big deal. You're signing up to be part of a once-in-a-lifetime moment, right? You're not going to duplicate this. You can have a million dollars in your pocket, and you're not going to duplicate what a lot of these kids wish for. And to be in that means that the wish granters get to sort of, by purpose, I don't believe in accident, um, but they align with whatever feels good with them. For us, we choose not necessarily by location. We're, my wife and I are often choosing our wish-granting kids based on how long they've been waiting. So let's say they're, they're, there's, they're, there's a long-distance drive involved or it might be in a really dodgy neighborhood. My wife and I are ready to go in and get it. So <clears throat> we get the sign-up genius, and once we sign up, we're emailed a packet. And in that packet is um, basic information about the family. Sometimes there's a diagnosis, but typically it's more uh, what is the kid like, what does the kid want, um, where do they live, of course, contact information for the mom and dad, um, or whoever the guardian is at the time. And we get to take that information and add it to sort of, I don't want to say metrics, but we're trying to figure out the best we can who this wish kid is. From paper to when we meet them, we want to know what it is that really makes this wish kid tick because we're trying to find out what their once-in-a-lifetime wish could be. They can have, do, see, be anything they want. <laughs> it's not an easy question even for an adult. So we're looking at this paperwork and we're trying to get a sense of what's up. The next step from there is the call. And this is what actually inspired me today. <laughs> and it's... All of these calls for me are kind of similar. Because... I'm a, I'm a unique dude. And... I come with a lot of energy. So... When you're calling someone... Who has a critically ill kid... Oftentimes they're not even sure what the foundation does. They just know they got referred and somebody from the Make-A-Wish Foundation is going to be calling and like every other doctor's appointment or every other call, they're like, okay, we'll take it. So I make the call. Today's call, <laughs> I'm on the phone and I'm calling Wish Kid's mom, Miss Brown, to let her know that my wife and I, Connie, we want to make an appointment to come over and see her. See the wish kid, get to know him, see what's happening. So I call her and leave a message. She calls me back later that night. We play phone tag a little bit. Now in the message, of course, it's this guy. Hey, this is Joel. I'm calling from Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, we wanted to find out a time we can come over and get to know you and say hello. Not knowing anything about the organization, it can seem a little strange. We get the call back. Hey, this is Miss Brown. Please. Back and forth, back and forth. I get on the phone today, and when I get on the phone, when she finally answers the phone and we're finally talking, there's apprehension because I come high energy, and I'm already bonded with the wish mom because, one, I take the wish granting process as part of my life purpose, so it, it, it 
it's something that I, I sincerely care about. Um, but also, I'm a wish dad. And I know what it's like to have to raise a critically ill kid. So there's more bond already created than the person on the phone knows. And I'm calling and talking to her like I'm her best friend. Hey, Ms. Brown, how's your day? <laughs> and you can hear her say, her, her, you can hear in her voice, uh, hello? Like, this is Joe from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and I start giggling. So now it's just getting a little more weird. And there's a weird pause. And you can feel the sort of the weird tension in the air. Like, Miss Brown, hey, so do you know anything about the Make-A-Wish Foundation? And she says, uh, no. All right, fantastic. <laughs> and I start to tell her about what we do. Now, I don't know what her son wants, right? But... I know that her son has a brain tumor, and I know that for whatever reason throughout Connie and my wish experiences, this particular type of brain tumor has created these really cool wish experiences, not just for the wish family, but even for me. I've got to meet Dwayne Wade, Jeff Gordon, um, I've got to be around some really amazing experiences through the magic that's attracted to the Wish kids with this particular brain tumor. And I'm excited to tell Wish Mom about that, but I can't jump into it because <laughs> she she's still trying to figure out who this guy is on the phone. So I'm like, Miss Brown, hey, I know this probably sounds a little weird. I'm coming at you with high energy, but I wanted to tell you a little bit about what we're going to do when we come over. So I know that your wish kid, I don't, I didn't say your wish kid. I don't want to say his name. I know that the, that your son um, is dealing with some stuff and I know that you're going through some stuff too. And we're going to come over. My wife and I just need a time from you. You don't have to do anything. Just be there hanging out. We're coming over and we want to get to meet little man. We want to find out who he is, what he likes, what he does. Now, one of the things that happens with this particular brain tumor is that they move, it moves fast, right? So at the beginning, the kids lose a little coordination. Um, then their eye starts to cross and then it starts to get, um, it starts to get kind of tough. So they end up becoming nonverbal. Now, um, we can grant wishes with nonverbal kids. It's not impossible. Most communication, as you know anyways, doesn't really come from what you say. So we're good there. But we want to get an idea. Because if the wish kid's nonverbal, then I can get a real good sense of what's happening in the wish kid's life, what he likes, what he wants, what he does, if he wants to be someone, just by talking to mom. On the flip side of that, I don't want mom influencing the wish. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the things that happened that they talked to us about in the wish grantor training is that you don't want anyone else influencing the wish. Not the wish grantor, not the wish parent, not the wish sister, no one. Because this is about getting specifically what that wish kid wants, what they desire. Now you write down on a piece of paper what it is, any anything you want to do right now, anywhere you want to go or be or have. You can have it, but only one. It's not an easy question. The point is, is that it takes um, a real connection to figure it out. And there are times when the wish craners don't connect and it takes a couple times to come back. And that's all part of the magic of the foundation, right? They have a huge 
volunteer corps. And what ha- I mean, one wish takes all of the doctors to refer it, all of the people in the foundation, and then two wish granters. Every wish gets two wish granters, and oftentimes we have to come back more than once. No matter what, we come back twice to meet them and to deliver the wish. <laughs> right now, I'm just in a phone call. So, back to on the phone with Wish Mom, and I'm telling her, listen, we got to come over, and all we got to do is hang out. We'll bring some snacks, we'll bring some toys. I love balloons, as you know from following me. We're there to take Wish Kid out of the anxiety of, I know I've got a brain tumor. He's 14. Like, he knows what's up. I'm about to go through radiation treatment for six weeks, Monday through Friday for six hours a day. And we need to make him happy enough to where we can help him identify what's up. And this phone calls a lot. Because now Wish Mom has to invite people into her house that she doesn't know. And it's not a little thing. Mom is still guarded. Mom's still apprehensive. Because she's inside a medical system that has a lot of people acting fake. That she's got to deal with a lot of crazy. And you stay in this guarded response. So it doesn't matter if it's good or if it's bad. You're going through that guarded response if you want to get here. And I'm game. So we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. Now we're on the phone five, ten minutes and she's getting a vibe of who I am. Then I get a giggle. Then I get some laughter. Find out who she is. She's a crossing guard. Right? The reason I, have, I don't have to find out who she is, but we need to know when we can come over. Connie's a firefighter, so her schedule is flexible. I'm a teacher. I'm trying to build a business. Point is, we're both flexible. We can come in the morning, the afternoon, at nighttime. We'll make it happen for you, is what I'm telling her. And she says, all right, I'm a school crossing guard. And I'm home alone with my son during the day. He's homeschooled, so you can come by whenever. After 8.30 in the morning, i got to be back at the crossing guard at the at the school crossing at 2.45. We can make it in between. Okay. Now, what's going through my head is, damn, this is her life. Helping kids get across the street safely, coming home, making sure her boy's okay, going back to the crossing guard job. And coming back, and this is her world. And then that grounded sensation that I appreciate so much from being a wish grantor comes in. And I still get to laugh and giggle. And I'm like, alright, we got this. And I was like, listen, since you don't really know what we do, what you should do is just Google Cool Wishes Make-A-Wish Foundation. And get an idea. See what he likes. But, right, I said, Ms. Brown... When we get there, we got to know that that's what he wants. And I said, I'll give you an example. We had a wish kid. Uh, We got the paperwork, and it said that this wish kid wants to go to Jamaica. I mean, you're 15, 16 years old. Um, You can pretty much figure out what it is you want. You want to go somewhere, do something, meet somebody. You kind of know when we show up. So we show up at this girl's house. And it was a white girl from uh, Coral Springs. And all she wanted to do was go to Jamaica and see Bob Marley. 
So first, I'm a little suspicious. It sounds like this is her parents' wish, which has happened. There's wish kids that, and what do you want to go to Jamaica for? Like, like you want to see Bob Marley? Like, like for what? Okay, get in the house, and man, turned out to be one of uh, one of the closest connections I've ever had from any wish kid, and Maddie knew and knows every single thing there is about Marley. His kids, his son, Damien, Steve, and Bob. She makes wristbands. And I'm telling her the story because I want her to know that everything that usually limits your thought process about what it is you want or you can have, you can get. The only thing is, you got to make sure that he really wants it. And I said, when I walked in the house, I knew right away, she wants Bob Marley. She wants that trip. She wants that experience. Wish Mom says, okay. I'll look it up. Fantastic. We start laughing. We start giggling. She goes, oh, you're funny, huh? I said, that's right. We're here for some laughter. So... This is just in the phone call. <laughs> and being part of this, a little bit of plug, Google Make-A-Wish South Florida. You can find out how to become a volunteer. It doesn't cost you anything. I'm giving up some time. I give up 20 minutes to make a phone call. We'll give up an hour when we go over to see her. Say hello. How are you? Nice to meet you. Make a new friend. Be part of someone's life in a way that you can't in any other atmosphere. And while they're waiting on us to figure out a time to come by, while we're waiting on scheduling logistics to come see them, they're Googling and looking up and their imagination is starting to run wild. And because of that, they won't be thinking about the radiation treatments coming, the brain tumor that they're not really sure they're going to be able to control. The life changes that are about to fade, they're going to be facing. The life changes they've already faced. And I'm not doing anything but showing up. And I get to do it with my wife. That's unique. When I met Connie, um, I, I didn't know if she'd really want to be part of this journey with me. And it worked out really well because we're a really good team. Um, if you want to join the foundation, I'm happy to grant a wish with you. I'm happy to help you grant a wish. I'm happy to sort of coach you through it if you need it. But the training's great. And there's a thousand wish granters. <laughs> there's plenty of people to help you in this journey. And the magic touch is everywhere. Because you know Miss Brown's thinking about me all day. There's no way she's got a call like that, maybe ever, and certainly not recently. And I'm honored to be in a place to do it. I'm honored to have the energy to, you know, zap her like that. And that's the magic of the foundation. That's where I get some of my purpose. You can jump on it too. This is just a call. 
This is how we foster a dynamic impact. I'll continue to share the experience of granting wishes in the future. Um, this has been an exercise for me in getting in front of the camera. And um, this is part of a message that I want to communicate because I hope that eventually you want to join something, whether it's the Make-A-Wish Foundation or something else. Make sure that wherever you're going to volunteer for uses the money effectively. One of the unique things about the foundation is almost 80% of the dollar goes to the actual wish. That means they're not spending money on administrative costs and, and high salaries, and, and it's because of the volunteers. And the mission, its purpose, you can add it to your life for free. <laughs> With that said, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great week. Stay grateful, stay grounded, and have a good day.